I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 689 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday, but more importantly, happy second straight 4-0 sweep night, baby. That's what we love to see. 8-0, our last eight pod plays. You love to see it, guys. A clean sweep, 4-0 last night. NHL. How about a second leg of a back-to-back system match? Awesome seeing this uh, system continue to cash here. But we're looking at, obviously, the New York Islanders with some big steam. We got them uh, on the morning bets pod, like minus 115. They end up closing like minus 150. So big, big move there in their favor. And we now see those favorites off a team on the second leg of a back-to-back. Now 15-7, and 7, 68%, 71% over the last couple years. So uh, we did have the, uh, the Islanders come through for us, which was nice. But then a nice night in the NBA. It got a little bit dicey, and I got to admit, that was an epic sweat that I'm like, oh, they're not going to score enough. They're going to come up short. I'm going to lose another over here in the NBA, which has been maddening. But the Hawks and the Pistons, they poured it on late. Ended up landing on, what was it, 231. So that over 229, 229 and a half. Even if you got a bad 230, you're able to cash that one by the skin of our teeth. So nice to get a Hawks-Pistons over. And then, of course, hashtag win the damn game. How about the Bucks? Getting it done against the Nets, the Nets in a big rested spot there. Uh, again, I think that a lot of people ask me, like, hey, you know, why don't you just go spread, lay the three? To me, guys, when I have these short numbers here, three or less, 
I'm just much more comfortable going money line. Now you can say, oh, you could have saved some juice and just laid the three. Uh, but the Bucks were losing most of the game. So they end up winning by 11 there, but kind of a deceiving final score. To me, it makes my sweat much more enjoyable if I just have to hashtag win the damn game. So Bucks got it done for us. And then the one that I really liked late night, the Miami Heat, baby. They are down in the first quarter. Then they absolutely just curb stomp the Blazers there late. You end up winning 112 or 119 to 98. And why is that important? Teachable moment once again, that dog to fave line move. We saw some of those books open uh, actually Blazers as a short favorite or kind of like a pick 'em game. And that big movement toward Miami up to minus two and a half. So the Heat get it done for us. That was another fishy. You know, Miami struggling, excuse me, Portland, uh, or they undefeated uh, both ATS and straight up. Fishy, fishy move. Why was the line going to the Heat? who were, based on paper, not as good as the Blazers. Uh, dead giveaway there. The Heat had some smart money. So two straight 4-0 nights, 8-0 our last eight. Let's go. 4-0 plus 2.90 units. Let's see if we can get it back today, guys. And I'll give you a little bit of a hint here. I could have added a bunch more plays. Uh, so I do have a play on uh, on Thursday Night Football. There's a very, very sharp move, a very, very sharp move. So sharp I cut my finger on my keyboard. I was bleeding all over the place trying to put my bet in on this one. But I do have a play on Thursday Night Football, Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson, Bucks and Ravens. I do have one play in the NBA that really caught my eye. Uh, it's another kind of sharp move here and a good rest versus tired matchup. And then I have two in the NHL. So if you add it all up, that's one and one is two, and then two is four. So I could have added more bets. You know, I was looking at the board here. There are actually a couple hockey games that were pretty close. I could have added two more hockey games. I could have added one more NBA game. I didn't even really mention college football. There's a couple that caught my eye. One that has gone the other way, which is now a layoff play for me, but one that still continues to look sharp. But I don't know what it is, guys. Something about the gambling gods, the juju we got right now. Four is a magic number. 4-0 two nights ago, 4-0 last night. I want to stick with four bets. I don't know what it is. I'm superstitious, but maybe it's Bobby Orr. Number four, Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr! Bobby Orr! Through the air! Bruins win! Maybe it's a magic number four here. So let's see if we can keep it rolling. Hey, let's throw the dice. 4-0, two straight nights. Uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that, hey, I have four bets. Just let's see if we can win three and grind out a profit. But there's something going on in the universe. We're reading these lines pretty damn good here uh, recently, and we're getting some breaks our way. So I'm going to stick with the magic number of four. So four bets today, guys. Again, a Thursday night football game, one NBA, and two NHL. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll uh, talk about it all today. Uh, those are the official bets, but I will update you guys on some college football numbers, some NFL numbers. There's a lot going on, a lot of movement here across the board. So, of course, on a Thursday, we're getting closer and closer to the weekend. So it's good to continue to finalize the board and you know, kind of uh, see these numbers kind of jump out to us a little bit more as we've been tracking them all week. And I would mention, how about the Carolina Panthers, guys? Anyone get the four and a half? They're getting down to four. So I got a lot of updates uh, like that for you today. But a lot to get to. Let's see if we can... Continue to have four is a magic number. Remember, three is a magic number. Four is a magic number. Let's see if we can have another big day here today. But a lot to get to on this episode 689 of the Market Insights Pod. Uh, big day here Thursday. But before we dive into all of our sweats for today and update you for a sharp report for college and NFL, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's now called, it'll, be, it'll always be the newsletter to me, but it's now called the VEASAN Daily. You wake up every single morning to the best curated sports betting uh, newsletter in all the land. Yes, I'm biased, but I do sign up for others just to see what other sites are doing. And I can tell you, you're not going to get anywhere close to the amount of, amount of information you get from us compared to other sites. So uh, we let off today's newsletter. Sign up for free, vcin.com slash newsletter sent to your inbox every morning uh, about, obviously, Baltimore and Tampa Bay tonight. Big football game, big Thursday night game. Steve Mackinnon, uh, again, I want to continue to give Steve a lot of credit here because he did a great job 
really looking at the betting splits page uh, and really just looking at college football for this weekend. But um, I really thought this was interesting because uh, you hear the word trends, and this is kind of what uh, Bill Adi, he started up uh, the name of the newsletter with, are trends your friend? Uh, or And here's what you say, like, uh, trends are your friend, and then you hear other people say, trends don't pay the rent. Uh, credit to Jimmy Vaccaro there, the great bookmaker at the South Point. But I really thought this was important, and you have the full breakdown if you read it in the newsletter. I thought it was totally worth a read. Um, basically, Steve hit the nail on the head. So to me, I get a little annoyed when people think that trends and betting systems are the same thing. They're not the same thing. Trends can be completely irrelevant, completely meaningless. I remember there was one with Chris Sale and the Red Sox where it was like, Chris Sale against a non-division opponent on Tuesdays in day games when the Red Sox lose by five or more the previous game and when their opponent is, uh, I don't know, under 500. Like, when you add so many different little things, it just becomes, like, you can almost put lipstick on a pig and make anything look good if you just add so many filters. But the whole point is, yes, that might be a good record, but it's not predictive. It really doesn't give you an edge because it's so overfitted that you're really not putting your finger on the pulse of anything meaningful. So the dif difference to me is that betting systems, um, they have a long track record of success behind them, and they're simple, and there's a theory behind it that makes sense. Like, again, divisional dogs. Because you know the opponent quite well, they bark louder. Very obvious thing. When the wind's blowing, you lean to the under because – Wind is, you know, makes it harder to kick the ball, throw the ball, and you're going to run the clock. You're going to run the ball and chew up the clock. Like, these are basic things that aren't crazy overfitted and make a ton of sense, and they have the track record behind it. But I want to give Steve credit because um, basically, uh, you know, Bill Adi was like, hey, trends are your friends or trends don't pay the rent? What do you think here? And I thought this was a great quote by Steve. He said, I am personally very specific about my trend usage. I agree. Quote, I don't blindly use anything without agreeing fundamentally with its relevance to its current situation. For example, this is where it gets good. If a team developed a certain trend under a previous coach and it seems to be turning uh, now under the new coach, it has to be ignored. But here, actually, this is what I want to say. Your two sayings are really the reason I lean to systems, which are league-wide angles, as compared to trends, which are team-specific on an overall scale. So that hits the nail on the head. Trends are team-specific. Uh, systems are league wide. And the beauty of a system is that you can plug any two teams into that system, whether it's Patriots jets, you know, division, uh, division AFC East, take the dog, you know, 55% ATS historically, or it could be, you know, Rams 49ers. That's a completely different division, but the same division, uh, thought process applies. That's 55% again. So that's the whole point. I just wanted to mention that because I get a lot of people saying, yeah, trends, what do you trend better? What do you lose? Uh, the data don't matter. You'll lose the trends mean nothing. Okay, trends are different from betting systems. And again, one is league-wide. That has a great sample size behind it. The other is team-specific, and teams change year to year. So I just wanted to mention that, and I really wanted to give Steve credit because he's been doing such great work here at VEASAN.com. Uh, but then also, guys, in the newsletter, you get my sharp report for tonight's game. You also get our prop analyzer. Uh, Bob DeLuca, I'm not sure who Bob DeLuca is, but he has six entries left in the Survivor in Circa where pretty much everyone is dead. Uh, there's only 125 left, and you started with over 6,000. This guy, Bob DeLuca, has six of them left. So I don't know, uh, Bob DeLuca, shout out to you, but it was a cool uh, interview there with Gil Alexander if you want to watch it in today's newsletter. Then you also look at uh, college football for week nine, UFC 63. A lot going on here. You'll get it all in the newsletter. Sent to your inbox for free every morning, vsan.com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a VEASAN all-access membership. It costs the equivalent of less than 70 cents a day. I mean, come on, guys. My fiance goes to Starbucks like every day. She gets a venti, mocha, double shot, cream, espresso, blah, blah, blah. It's like $8. So if you can pay an $8 latte, I think you can pay 70 cents to get the best sports betting coverage on the planet. So it's totally worth it. 
Uh, I wanted to mention this too. I don't I give you guys the prices a lot, but it's 40 bucks every month, or you can get a full year. You got to pay it up front, but it comes to 20 bucks a month. So the full year gives you, saves you the most money. Uh, obviously, I work here. I want Visa to do well, but I hope you guys know by now I'm honest with you. I would tell you something that's worth it and isn't. I'm not just a used car salesman here. I look every day at our team of writers that put out great content. I mean, even if you only want to pay the cost of the membership to get the DraftKings bet splits, that is worth it in, in and of itself. So, yeah, the data don't matter. Yes, it does. Uh, but then also you get a live stream of all the shows, the afternoon best bet emails. I love getting uh, the picks at a glance that are sent to my inbox every day, multiple times a day. What are Mitch and Pauly on? What's Maddie Humans on? You know, what's uh, what's uh, what's the whole crew on here? I love to see people I respect, my colleagues, what they're on. I like it when we overlap. I get a little nervous if we are on the opposite side. But, uh, again, you'll get that every day as well as the actual insights and tips. Become a VEASAN member, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then, lastly, get on Twitter. I admit I was kind of feeling pretty good last night, so I was interacting, tweeting quite a bit, and I appreciate all your tweets, guys, because we're running hot right now. So remember Tony Soprano? Remember when you looked around the table, he said, remember these good times. Remember the good times, the gabagool. Remember the good times when things were good because at one point you're going to have a family of your own. You're going to forget these things. Don't forget them. So, again, when we're hot, do not forget it. Uh, but anyway, I was kind of tweeting a few things there. But uh, if you want to track, uh, follow along on Twitter, I'm at Josh underscore insights. Make sure you follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can always email me or, uh, or DM me, uh, Josh at VEASAN.com. And, of course, Twitter is huge for breaking news, breaking injuries. I'll tell you, there's one guy tonight you want to keep an eye on for an injury alert, Mark Andrews of the Ravens. So, again, Twitter is important, not just, you know, um, you know, you know, tweeting out uh, a winner or tweeting out a picture of your dog doing a trick or your cool uh, dinner that you're going out to eat. And Twitter is more what you get from it, not what you put out to it. And that's important to me with breaking news, breaking injuries uh, and creating a gambling community through direct messaging. That's another great part, too. But anyway, guys, uh, that's at VEASAN Live at Josh underscore insights. Whew. With that being said, let's get after it. Isn't it funny, you know, when you're, I always mention this, but when you're running hot, when you have two straight 4-0 nights, you cannot wait, cannot wait. Couldn't even sleep last night. It was like Christmas morning. I'm like, let's get back in the arena. I need more sweats. Let's go. Uh, of course, when you're struggling and you're you're losing and you have an 0-4 night, you're like, man, I don't even want to, like, look at betting the next day because you feel like nothing's going your way. But, again, knock on wood, these are the good times. As always, and it's important to mention, you know, we've been 8-0 the last two nights. Don't get cocky. Don't get arrogant. Don't feel like you're invincible. Don't double down, triple down on these plays. Uh, the whole point is with betting to stay even keel. Whether you're 8-0 your last eight or 0-8 your last eight, you're not going to double down, triple down. You're not going to chase. You're not going to lay off because you're scared. You're going to do the exact same thing. I think it's one of the hardest things in betting just to stay even keel. Whether you're up 8-0 we're not, we're not, we're not always going to be hundred percent win rate. We're 0 and eight. We're not going to be always a 0% win rate. We're somewhere in the middle. So don't get too, you know, high or low based on your recent results. Just grind the model, grind the blueprint, data-driven contrarian betting, flat betting. Again, every play is the exact same, but I got to admit guys feeling good, feeling excited about getting in the arena once again here. So with that being said, let's break down our big Thursday night football showdown in the NFL. So uh, long story short, guys, I kind of hinted at this yesterday. I was like, Man, the Bucks look terrible, but the lines kind of fallen in their favor. I think yesterday uh, when we did the pod, they were minus, they were getting two points and they got down to a plus one. So they're plus two to plus one. I'm like, okay, this looks like Brady's getting some action here. Well, guess what? This line has completely flipped overnight in a good way toward Tom Brady, letting us know that that early move was meaningful. Now the Bucks are minus two. So this is huge, you know. This is why is this why is this so important? It's kind of the ultimate buy low spot on Brady. So spoiler alert, I'm on Bucks money line. Bucks money line. Uh, shop around. I think I got the Bucks money line. I want to say like 
what was it minus 125, minus 130? Yeah, I think like minus 130. But here's why I like the Bucks. Number one, it's the ultimate buy low, sell high. Bucks are struggling. They look terrible. They've lost four of their last five. You lose to freaking Carolina, who's terrible. Just kidding. I hope you cover this weekend because I'm on you plus four and a half. Uh, but 21 to three, you lose outright as a 13 point road favorite. So things look bad for TB12. Maybe he wishes he didn't come back and uh, he would still have Giselle. Uh, that's a whole other story. Meanwhile, Ravens, they've won three of their last five. You beat Cleveland last week, 23 20. Uh, as a six and a half point home favorite, you didn't cover the number, but you won. So the Ravens are four and three, one three of five. Bucks are three and four. They've lost four of their last five. This is an easy, easy Baltimore play, right? Just bet against Brady. He's he looks terrible. Take Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson should be a big favorite here. What's notable to me, guys? A couple things. Number one, uh, the way this line has moved. It opened actually a look ahead like Tampa Bay minus three at home. I saw even like Tampa Bay minus four. Quickly, 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 once this line opened, you had a lot of money hit Baltimore. Baltimore flipped all the way to minus two. I even saw one book, I think, get up, got up to minus two and a half. And it was like, okay, makes sense. Tampa Bay looks terrible. Baltimore's playing better. Um, you know, how do you not back Lamar Jackson against an ice-cold uh, Tom Brady right now? Makes total sense. But then we started to see that buyback, that Baltimore minus two, down to minus one and a half, down to minus one. Then it was a pick em. Then it hopped the fence to Brady minus one. Then Brady minus one and a half. Now it's Brady minus two. I see a couple books juiced up minus two, minus 115. Like it may go to minus two and a half. So this line continues to go to Brady. And why is that important? Because using our VEASAN.com bet splits, everybody is on Baltimore. Baltimore is getting 79% of tickets. Uh, at, uh, at DraftKings. And again, but DraftKings, they only take square players. The, the, the percentages don't mean nothing. Okay, the percentages should be even more meaningful because if they're square betters, then they're pure public betters who don't look at percentages, line movement, anything we look at. They're betting based on gut instinct and bias and saying, hey, Tampa Bay's terrible. Lamar Jackson's really good. Grab Baltimore. Again, 79% of bets Baltimore. But yet this line is creeping back the other way toward TB12, only getting 21% of bets. So I think part of this is injuries. You know, no Calais Campbell here for Baltimore. The big one, though, is Mark Andrews. This is Lamar Jackson's number one target. He's questionable. He hasn't practiced all week. I'm thinking he doesn't play. Maybe part of that move toward Tampa is the fact that uh, Mark Andrews is going to miss this game. But if you give me, in prime time, a buy low spot on Brady when everyone thinks Brady stinks. Brady's a competitor. You think he's okay with how he's played? I think you get a great effort out of Tampa Bay. Uh, you'd also match not only a super contrarian play, only getting like regardless of the line move, a team getting 21% in a primetime game, boom, that's great. Fade the public value. Uh, but then also it's that it's really the line move. You know, that's really the key here. The fact that this line has slipped all the way back to Brady minus two, that tells you all you need to know about where the respective money is leaning. Uh, I fully admit Baltimore would be a lot of dog matches now, plus two. Like Lamar Jackson, I don't love this. He's 9-1 ATS as a dog. Uh, primetime dogs have been good, 58% last couple years. Dog didn't cover. Harbaugh as a dog, I get all that. But I think you got to use kind of, you know, your overall intuition and overall analysis of kind of the more metamorphosis of the line to kind of say, yeah, Baltimore's got these, these dog matches, but this is sharp play Tampa. So to me, the market, like all the systems I just gave you, Wise guys know all those and probably a million more than I don't, that I don't know. And the fact they're still hitting Tampa tells me that it kind of overrides some of those dog matches on Baltimore. Uh, did see some money hit the over. I'm not playing it, but it was 44.5 up to 45.5 this morning when I did the morning bets pod. Now it's up to 46. So that's really kind of interesting because um, you know both these teams are under teams. You have Tampa 6-1 and one to the under, Baltimore 5-2 and two to the under, yet this line is rising. I want no part of it. I've told you guys this a million times. If I have an edge... On one side, I feel like I, what an edge is, it's, is, is it's an advantage over the sportsbook. You feel like you have value. You have an edge. 
then I'm not going to force another thing when I feel like the first thing I have is, is a good edge. So my good edge here is Tampa. Uh, I would lean over, but I don't love these like two good under teams. And also unders have been great. Primetime unders are 14 and seven. Thursday night football unders are five and two. Uh, this reminds me a little bit of last week's over where it did kind of creep up a little bit and I got a little nervous. I took the under and it got blown out to the over. But long story short, guys, we have Tampa Bay, a super buy low spot, lost four or five, yet the line's going in their favor. Maybe no Mark Andrews. This is my first bet of the night. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady on the money line. I'm 35 years old. I grew up with Tom Brady. I swept Brady my entire life. I get to be that, you know, that uh, that 17-year-old uh, watching Tom Brady again, rooting for him, even though he's wearing the wrong uniform. But give me TB12 in this one, guys. I am on Brady on the money line, 21% bets, sharp line move, maybe no Andrews. Uh, also, what did I mention there? Thursday night football favorites. I don't know if I said this. They're three and two AT, or sorry, Thursday night football home favorites, three and two ATS this year, 56% against the spread since Thursday night went full time in 2006. So give me TB12. And Devin Hernandez, my guy down, uh, down south in Florida. Uh, he sent me a picture that his son wanted a Brady jersey. He bought it for him. He's wearing it to school today. So that's a good omen. And when you when your kid walks around at lunch, he's going to say, yeah, yeah, I got the money line. Let's go Tampa. Win the damn game. Right, Devin? I'm sure he's going to say that. But anyway, I'm on the Bucks money line. Let's go Bucks. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break, guys. I just wanted to get that out of the way, but we got more to get to. That's just one of four. We're riding our four-pack uh, with like Bobby Orr right now. Uh, so we had our one NFL game. I'm, I'm on Tampa money line. I got one NBA, two NHL, and then we'll give you an update here for some football for this weekend. So do not go anywhere. Going to finish up strong on a Thirsty Thursday, episode 689 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, grinding and approaching data-driven and approaching betting from a data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 years and older. It's time to let California fans and bettors in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends and family in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies and left out in the cold. Prop 27 will ensure that California finally catches up to the rest of the country. So make sure if you live in California that you're registered to vote, in this fall's midterm elections on November 8th, and make sure you get to the polls and bring your friends and vote yes on Prop 27. Hashtag let us bet. Legalize betting in the biggest state in America. All right, everyone, we are back at it after our second straight 4-0 clean sweep night. 8-0, our last eight. Let's go. Let's effing go. Uh, plus 2.90 units last night, guys. Again, good winner there with the Islanders on our back-to-back system. I do have a, a match there for tonight. Uh, Miami-Milwaukee got a little bit lucky in that Atlanta over, although they score a lot in the beginning. It shouldn't have been that close. But either way, 4-0. Let's uh, let's see if Bobby Orr, number four, can give us some good juju once again. So as I mentioned, I could have added more bets tonight. Um, but to me, there's something up with this number four, so I'm sticking with it at least for one more night. Uh, we did talk NFL, a uh, big Thursday night game tonight, Tampa Bay. Uh, We did have that late dog to fave move, super contrarian, Uh, maybe no Andrews. I'm on the Tampa Bay money line. Let's go TB12. Now let's go over to the NBA. So there's one bet for me in the NBA tonight, and I'm going to go with Luka Doncic, Dallas Mavericks. Give me the Mavericks here on the money line, guys. This one jumped out to me as kind of like the Miami Heat last night. So this, this line actually opened Nets as a short favorite at some shops, like Nets minus one and a half, minus two. We've seen this flip now to Mavs minus two and a half. And some of these books are creeping up, even like it may get higher to Mavs minus three. Now, why is that important? Because number one, you have the dog to fave line move, telling us respected money flipped that favorite designation. But also it's a rest versus tired matchup. Uh, Dallas hasn't played since the 25th, whereas the Brooklyn Nets are in the second leg of a back-to-back. Remember, they lost, which is a good thing because we were on the uh, Bucks money line. Uh, they lost last night, and they're also playing their third game in four days. So third game in four days. Second and two nights, you had to play in Milwaukee. Now you travel in your home against uh, the Mavs. 
tired spot here for the uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. Dallas is also rested. You know, they last played on the 25th, but prior to that, you know, they hadn't played in a while. This is just their second game in five days. So Doncic should be rested and ready to go. Um, you are getting a, a big majority of bets here, 76%, but 96% of dollars on the Mavs. So I don't love that 76%, but kind of vibes with the fact that we have heavy betting on Dallas, flipping that number. But also when you use the VEASAN.com bet splits, look at the, when it's a short spread here, like if the spread is, you know, minus six, minus seven, minus 10, the money line percentages are meaningless. They're real, but no one's really laying a huge number like that. But the money line percentages are notable when you have a short number, like less than three. So the money line percentage is 56% bets, but 75% money on the Dallas Mavericks. That's a good sign here. Uh, also, stats-wise, Dallas is number one in offensive efficiency. Brooklyn is number 19. And Dallas is number 13 defensive efficiency. Brooklyn is number 26. So you have a tired Brooklyn Nets team. We have a rested Mavs team. We have good percentages, low bets, higher dollars. We have a much better offensive and defensive efficiency team. So you add it all up. Let's go Dallas Mavericks. I'm on the Mavericks money line. Shop around. I got the Mavs money line at minus 125 this morning on the mor uh, morning bets pod. It's up to minus 145 now. So, again, it's kind of like that Islanders play, but this is a good sign, guys. It's a good sign that the morning bets number is uh, getting some closing line value. So, hint, hint, another shameless plug to tune in every every morning, 6.30 a.m., to hopefully get some, some lower juice and some better numbers. But uh, dog to fave. Let's go rest the Dallas Mavericks. Let's beat up on the Nets tonight. I'm on the Mavs. I got a minus 125 again, minus 145. You would play it right now if you want to uh, join in here. Now let's go to uh, NHL. So an NHL uh, night last night, um, it was actually kind of funny because I saw a move toward Edmonton, and I did see Tampa Bay with some buyback. Both were winners last night, but, again, can't complain about a 1-0. The Islanders came through bigly for us. Uh, now for tonight, I mentioned only four bets. I'm going to ride Bobby Orr tonight, uh, but I could have added more. So I only, I'm only playing two NHL games. There are actually three more that kind of caught my eye. Uh, but here are my bets for tonight. Number one, I'm a little bit worried because I feel like I bet on this team like maybe two or three times, and I feel like they haven't won a single time for me. Maybe tonight's the uh, the difference here. Hopefully we can get a winner out of Smashville. Give me the Nashville Predators, guys. Predators are at home against St. Louis. Um, what I like about this one is an ultimate rest versus tired match. You have Nashville Predators uh, who haven't played uh, since the 22nd, so they've been off for a while here. They last played on Saturday. Meanwhile, St. Louis – Second leg of a back-to-back. -back. St. Louis played last night. Now they got to travel. They're playing their third game in four days. This is the match that we love uh, that has been really good to us. A favorite versus a team on a back-to-back. 15-7, and 68% this year, 71% the last couple years. Uh, and also line movement toward Nashville. Nashville open as low as minus 145. They're up to minus 165. So good line move here towards Smashville. Maybe the best system right now. Home favorite with a line move in your favor. You're at home, which a lot of people think, oh, it's the crowd that really gets the home team the advantage. No, it's uh, oftentimes really getting that last ice change, and sometimes the uh, officials are a little friendlier to the home team. Uh, but that home favorite, you get the, uh, the you get the last ice change, friendly whistles, you're expected to win, and you're getting a line move in your favor in a sport like hockey that, again, you can, percentages don't really mean much because it's not very heavily bet. Uh, but the line moves are critical because they're driven by respected betters who know what they're doing. So that home favor of the line move, 39 and 14, 74%. Uh, was 68% the last three years. That would match here with Nashville. Uh, and then also, uh, if you look at this spot for Nashville, as I mentioned, a rest first tired. So we had the rest first tired, the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. Nashville hasn't played again since the 22nd. This is as big of a rest first tired as I've seen in a while. I'm again nervous because Nashville's, I think, lost four or five in a row. Uh, but they're rested, and hopefully with a good team that's been you know sitting pretty poorly in your stomach the last few days, and you're going to come out and have a good effort tonight. Uh, also, do we get the backup for St. Louis, or is it going to be V.A. Huso? 
uh, or actually Thomas Grice, Huso's gone now. I got to double check all my goalies now. Uh, but anyway, I like this rest versus tired. The line move is with us. Let's go Smashville. I got Smashville minus 145 this morning. Now it is minus 165. My other bet for tonight, let's go Bruins. Let's go Bees. I'm on the Bruins here. I noticed something very cool about tonight. Uh, Brad Marchand, the nose face killer, the little ball of hate. He's making his debut tonight. They thought he wouldn't be back by like Thanksgiving. Brad Marchand back in the lineup. Big boost for my Boston Bruins. I'm going bees in this one, guys. Boston open as well as a minus 200 favorite. They're up to minus 240. I know this is a big number, uh, but I got a lot of matches here on Boston. Home favorite with a line move, 74%. Favorite off a win, uh, 60%. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, home fave off a win, opponent off a loss, 67%. Our banger match there. Home faves 200 or more off a win, 75%. Over the last couple of years. Sweet spot, big favorites between minus 200 and minus 250. 72% last three years. All matching here with Boston. I also like the fact that, you know, Marshawn's in, obviously. But Detroit has no uh, Verona and no Bertuzzi. Two of their best players won't be playing here. Also, it's a rest versus tired. Boston is only playing their second game in five days. Detroit's playing their third game in five days. So Detroit is a little bit more tired here. And the Bruins are 3-0 and uh, as a favorite. And they're 5-0 and at home. So the Bees are playing with some house money right now. Uh, again, they've probably exceeded expectations, but you give me the Bees at home running hot against a Detroit team that's banged up and Brad Martian's back in the lineup. Jeremy Swayman should get the start. Let's go Swayman. He got uh, lit up there the last time in Ottawa. Hopefully he can uh, have a good uh, night tonight, get right here. Uh, but I am on Boston. Let's go Bees. I got the Bees at minus 240. I know it's a big number. As always, guys, bet Tris, not bet to win. You're not risking 2.4 units to win one unit. You're risking one unit. Trying to get a little less than a half unit back. So let's go Bruins. I would mention too, uh, just hint, hint. If you want to do some homework here, there are a couple games I was leaning on I didn't play. But home favorite with a line move. There's a couple other matches tonight. Uh, if you put in a little bit of work, you can you know kind of figure out what those leans are. But in the, in the interest of keeping this mojo going, this good juju, with four games a night, 4-0 last two nights, I got to keep it to four bets tonight. Uh, just to uh, just to keep the Bobby Orr magic knock on wood going here. But uh, Dallas, or sorry, Boston. Uh, minus 240, Nashville, uh, minus 165. Now just some updates here. Uh, there is some college football for tonight. A um, couple things, a layoff and then one that looks still pretty good. I really was really, I was really liking Southern Miss all week. Uh, this is Louisiana at Southern Miss. You probably heard me talk about it on the pod. Um, this at one point, Louisiana was you know big big public play here, uh, getting like 70% of bets. They opened minus two. It flipped all the way at one point to Southern Miss minus one. Um, if it stayed Southern Miss minus one or one and a half or two, the line kept going in favor of the you know worst record team. Or I think they're both are they both four and three? Uh, let me double check this one. I know they're not ranked. Yeah, they're both four and three. Um, but if that continued toward the contrarian Southern Miss at home, then it would be a play for me. But it's a layoff again. I think the important thing also when you're doing well is not getting like too high or too low, but also not forcing a bet. Uh, I mentioned this the other night, but protect your units. Your units are sacred. Your units are special. Uh, every unit is important, uh, and you want to make sure you're betting uh, and putting your unit in the best position possible to succeed. So, you know, I could, you know, stubbornly say, "Hey, I'll take Southern Miss still." Now you give me one and a half when it was minus one the other day. Uh, but no, the fact that it's minus, it's plus one and a half now tells me you had a lot of buyback on Louisiana. So Louisiana is back now to minus one and a half. It's still kind of a line freeze, public Louisiana. But the fact this line crept back up to Louisiana, it's a layoff now. So again, yeah, I want the late movement going in my favor. Like late movement is going toward Brady. You know, if, if the line was going back toward the Ravens, that would scare me if I was a Tampa Bay backer. This one going back to Louisiana tonight scares me. So it's a no bet. I want, I want nothing to do with it. 
Now, you can twist my arm if the drinks are flowing at 10 o'clock tonight on a thirsty Thursday. Washington State. I would say this is kind of my, my strongest lean. Washington State, they're at home against Utah. It's a 10 o'clock game. It's a one-off game here. It's your only 10 o'clock game tonight. Uh, you look at um, Utah in this spot. They are the ranked team with the better record. Uh, Utah is 5-2, and two, ranked number 14. They just beat USC 43-42. Remember, that's why we money line. They were minus 3.5, but we won on the money line. Uh, Washington State 4-3, and three, unranked. They've lost two straight. So it's an easy Utah play, right? Utah is getting across the market 70% of bets. Everyone's going Utes here. Excuse me, ranked team, unranked team. Uh, but the line is going toward Wazoo. Utah actually opened laying nine. You're down to seven. So to me, this is a kind of a clear play. Sharp money's on Washington State. They're only getting 30% of bets, yet they're seeing the line move in their favor. They're contrarian in a heavily bet game. You have the reverse line move, unranked versus ranked. Um, by law opportunity, conference dog, kind of like those divisional dogs in the NFL. They tend to bark louder. So all signs are pointing to me, Washington State. I think if you want to play this game, you wait it out and try to get the hook because all these books open Utah laying nine. Now you're down to seven. But I am seeing some little bit of juice liability, Utah minus seven, minus 115. So I think it might get back up to the hook. Uh, obviously, you would like it to get down to six and a half because that would just show you, you know, clear, clear uh, wazoo money, you know, continuing to fall off the key number. But if you like Washington State, they're super contrarian. I'd hold out for a hook. When I was looking at all of kind of the uh, the wise guys biting at the apple, they really didn't play it much at the seven. It was really like seven and a half with the hook or better Washington State. So again, contrarian heavily bet game, conference dog, unranked versus ranked, sharp reverse line move. I think if you're playing this game, I'm going wazoo, but I am going to wait and try to get the hook on the seven and a half. So just wanted to uh, mention that. Uh, another couple updates here, guys. Uh, looking toward the weekend, I wanted to mention this one, uh, Central Florida. So I had a couple people uh, DM me talking about UCF. This is a play that we talked about throughout the week. Um, I was getting a little nervous that UCF was kind of like um, Southern Miss where, you know, they, they look sharp and then it goes the other way. But actually further sharp movement toward UCF. This one's looking pretty good, guys. Like K-State, Marty in pocket with Kansas State on the money line. I'm looking UCF here. This is a good uh, late move over the last 24 hours. Uh, reminder, you know, why is this is kind of the ultimate woo-woo Sharp, unranked home fave versus ranked opponent. This is also dog to favorite. You had Cincinnati opening at some shops as a short one-point home, uh, one-point road favorite. You're now flipped to minus one UCF. I think yesterday you had some books at a pick'em, but now it went back toward UCF. So it was a pick'em yesterday. Now it's back UCF minus uh, one or minus one and a half, even minus two at some shops. That's a good sign. Unlike um, unlike uh, the line going back to Louisiana, making you a little bit scared with uh, Southern Miss. This line is continuing to go toward. UCF. So this is a good sign for UCF. They're only getting 50% bets, but 85% of the money, again, public split, but all the big money's on UCF here. And they would be that unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent uh, because Cincinnati is ranked 20th overall. They also have UCF who is coming off a loss. And I believe since he has won like five or six in a row. Um, and again, UCF just lost to East Carolina. Really bad, bad loss there. They lost 34, 13. They were a five and a half point favorite. So hopefully you get a good bounce back at what do they call it? The bouncy house. Uh, we had this thing at the end of my uh, elementary school at the last day of school every year. Uh, they would do fun day where it was like, you know, you can like win a goldfish or play games like a carnival, but we had the bouncy house. Everyone wanted to get in the bouncy house and me and all my friends in the third and fourth grade, we like beat the crap out of each other in the bouncy house. So hopefully the UCF bouncy house treats us well this weekend, but that's a good sign. This line continues to go toward UCF. Uh, some updates here in the NFL. Uh, the one that I'm really excited about to see um, hopefully you got it if you wanted to play it. 
But Carolina, and we were talking about Carolina's severe line move. They opened plus 6.5 down to 4.5 at Atlanta. Um, a lot of these books are down to 4, guys. They're down to 4. So, again, good job on the Market Insights pod for us to identify that. Pay attention to the juice. I jumped on Carolina plus 4.5. They are down to 4 at a lot of shops. So, they would match that uh, sweet spot. Dogs 3.5 or more. 44 and 22 ATS, 67%. Uh, divisional dog, all the angles we like. But that's key that the kind of the key number, the hook there, the, the hook on the four and a half has been scooped up and it's back down to four. If you like Carolina, shop around. I do see a couple hooks out there, but most of these lines are painted down to four. That is a good sign. Uh, my Patriots, uh, Mac Jones is going to start here. Belichick, uh, I guess he's trying to find a way not to continue to screw this quarterback thing up. Uh, but it looks like Mac Jones is going to play. You did see the line go a little bit up to the Patriots. This was. Patriots, uh, a couple days ago, they were laying two and a half. It got down to two or even one and a half. It's back up to two and a half. Um, I want to see if this gets to three. I'd be looking at Jets plus three. That would be a divisional dog angle. And again, even with Mac Jones, who I still like as a quarterback, but he's like a turnover machine right now. Um, this would be a dog miss the playoff. 60% Jets. Uh, the Jets, you know, at home, getting getting the key number of three. I'm holding out for a three. Uh, but I'm leaning Jets there. I think this is, uh, again, market is showing you respect for Mac Jones, but uh, Jets would match quite a few betting systems here. So I'm looking at the Jets trying to get a three. Washington and the Colts. Um, I'm still on the Colts. Or Sorry, I'm still on Washington plus three. That was another severe line move, plus six down to three. And we aren't down to two and a half, but we're still showing liability on Washington plus three at minus 115. So, um, again, I, I think this still is leaning toward two and a half, but we haven't gotten there yet. But the juice is still leaning on Washington. So keep an eye on that. If you like uh, Washington, uh, again, you want to get the three, not have the two and a half there. You lose by three, you want to push. San Fran and the Rams, I keep an eye out on Debo Samuel. I saw he hasn't practiced and obviously a really good player here. Uh, but this was at one point uh, San Fran minus two on the road or even minus two and a half. Now it's down to one and a half. So I'm kind of leaning uh, Stafford there. And the Rams uh, is a divisional dog. They're also coming off a bye. You know, again, teams off a bye, really it's the favorites that do well, like 57% ATS. The dogs don't. They're still like 50-50. But that's a divisional dog. McVay's had a couple weeks here. Uh, I'm looking at the Rams maybe, uh, if we can maybe get a two in that one. Uh, also, uh, Cincinnati and Cleveland, I know that's a Monday night game. Uh, did see Cincinnati open at three, and they're up to three and a half. So lines going there to Cincy. That's a huge public play. I can't really take the minus three and a half there, but – you know, are you going to twist my arm and make me go Cleveland plus three and a half at home? Keep an eye out for that one. We did see that total tick up a little bit. That was 45 up to, I think, 46. Let me double check. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, but that's another one to keep an eye out for. Uh, Russell Wilson still doing uh, up downs and, uh, and, you know, burpees uh, in the in the aisle seat as he's, as he's flying to uh, to uh, cross the pond to, to London. Denver's still plus two and a half. Again, that was plus three a little bit ago. Uh, let's see. Do I have any other updates for you? Um, let's see. I was like in Arizona earlier this week, kind of, they were like plus, I think they were plus five down to plus three and a half. But now it's juiced up. Like it may get, get back up to four. Uh, I think the Vikings are favored off a of buy. Yeah. So that's kind of a no play for me. Another reason why you look at movement and maybe if you're off a key number, you don't play it and chase it. Houston, the Texans look really uh, sharp earlier this week. Tennessee opened laying like four. Uh, it got down to one and a half. Now it's back up to two and a half. So this may get back up to three for Tennessee. Maybe that was a Billy Walters head fake. His true position was Tennessee. He hit Houston at a low limit early to move the line, bring it back up, and now he's going to hammer uh, Houston or hammer Tennessee at a better number. That looks like a head fake to me. Uh, but just some updates there to uh, to wet your whistle as we continue to grind our four pack here 
for Bobby Orr. Uh, but that about does it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, how can you not enjoy it the last couple nights? Uh, we're, we're sharp as a tack right now. Let's go. But if you have a couple bones in your pocket, you've had a couple good nights, you got 20 bucks. it's not a lot of money, uh, go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Buy a copy. Pick up a copy of the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's my book. It's my baby. It's the Sharp Contrarian Blueprint. Uh, get it for you or for a friend or for a buddy of yours. For that buddy who says, Hamba Baltimore, Tampa Bay, they're terrible. All right, well, what's the line movement looking like, my man? Uh, but anyway, uh, whether it's for you or for a friend or someone new in the sports betting world in a newly legalized state or a buddy of yours in California, anyone know someone in California, buy my book, write a little note, say, hey, uh, start start reading up and make sure you vote yes on Prop 27. I want that to pass in Cali. I'm a little nervous. The polls say it's not going to pass. But, again, polls have said things differently uh, in the past, and it hasn't always come that way. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully there's a groundswell of everybody in Cali voting yes on Prop 27. But, anyway, buy a copy of my book. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. Support your boy over here. It's got everything I've learned in terms of how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to go contrarian, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, chapters on all the major sports, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So buy a copy, support the team, give it five stars and a good review so Bezos can uh, keep that thing uh, keep that thing up in the Illuminati rankings there. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, reminder, if you enjoy uh, – see, here I go on my, on my spiel here. Uh, reminder, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River, in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun, down in newly legalized Connecticut, breaking hail records every day in the great state of New York. Before you know it, early January, we'll be sweating games legally at the Encore in Boston, uh, and then hopefully online by March Madness. We're out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters head fakes the Titans uh, and gets the lowest juice possible at the South Point or at Stadium Swim at, at Circa, sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy in the crew. Uh, we're getting a victory burger hanging by the mega bar in front of the big screen or the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, my other two favorite books when I'm in Vegas to go sweat games, wherever it may be. Show me that four-pack, baby. Show me an Islanders favorite versus team on a back-to-back. Show me the Miami Heat late night coming through. Milwaukee, hashtag win the damn game. Show me that Detroit-Atlanta over where we need a couple points late and we got it. But guess what, guys? 8-0 our last eight. Uh, we're not going to go undefeated every night. So embrace it. Enjoy it. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Grind the model. Grind the blueprint. 0-8, 8-0. The process does not change. Uh, but that's kind of the part of betting that you love. I, mean, I always mention this, but when you're running hot, it's a challenge to stay hot. When you're when you're struggling, it's a challenge to get back in the green. Luckily, we have the good challenge today to try to stay hot. So let's go TB12. Let's see if we can get uh, Dallas Mavs, the Bruins, the Preds. Uh, let's see if we can have another big night here, guys. So enjoy the sweats. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game, and over the long haul, the public's going to lose more than they win. The house is always going to win. If we can find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, avoid those same game parlays like the plague, uh, and get some closing line value, if we can do that, we're going to be A-OK long-term, guys. So I wish you the best of luck. Let's keep the good Bobby Orr vibes going. Uh, enjoy the sweats for Thirsty Thursday, guys, and don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great Thursday, everyone. Good luck.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.